Welcome to this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Thank you for joining us. Before we begin, we got to shout out our sponsor, Polly's Private Special Investigation Services. You want the dirt on someone or you need to get to the truth or if you have any other security concerns or issues, check out our bevy of special services and hit us up at on the web at www.wemindyourbusiness or call us at 1-888-BITNESS. Polly's Private Special Investigative Services. Tammy, you're going to check out Polly's? It's like, I thought you were going to say, we mind your business so you don't have to. <laughs> I think I might have checked. I think I might have messed up their slogan. Uh-oh. But the check cleared. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. As long as the check cleared. <laughs> Thank you for getting, for adding that part in there for us. See, you do pay attention to the sponsors. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I just don't always technically need them as much in my life but i understand from what you told me about what's going on at the day job you might need them handle some business for you (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna need need a reacher in my life (laughs) speaking of which great segue great segue this week is all about amazon's new hit series reacher which is adapted from lee child's hit novel series um Starring Alan Richardson as the title character, a vagabond, former MP, roaming the country, working odd jobs, and often finding himself in highly suspicious and extremely dangerous situations. For example, the first season um, is based on the first novel, The Killing Field, in which we find our our hero, excuse me, I'm having such a hard time today, um, arrested for murder as soon as he steps off of a Greyhound bus in the fictional town of Margrave, Georgia, and it's all downhill from there. So, Tammy, was Reacher far out or out of reach? Wait, which one's the positive one? Far out. Oh, like the 60 statement. Yeah, far out, dude. <laughs> okay, that, that's that's a that's a throwback. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I really really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great um, first season that um it had um i actually read the book so the funny thing is when the movie came out with tom um, um starring tom cruise before i went to go see the movie i read the book like i actually downloaded the book and i read the book and i really really liked the book like i finished it pretty quick and and then i went to see the movie um so i love the fact because the movie was nothing like the first book <laughs> Uh, but I love the fact that the first season of the TV series on Prime was based completely on the first book, like the characters, the storyline, the plot, like everything was based on the first book. So I really, really enjoyed it because I was just like, it was nice to see it um, go from the um, the book pages to um, the screen. Um. Yeah, I've never read the books and I think... Um... I knew, I, and I guess I never realized how popular the series was. Um, the first I had heard of Jack Reacher was the movies with Tom Cruise. And I must admit, I was not a big fan. Um, I think I ended up watching them just because they were on HBO or something one time and I was bored. But um, And I was like, oh, okay, for this to have been on HBO or something like that, it wasn't bad, but I wasn't overly impressed. And then once um but i was excited about the series as long as it wasn't starring tom cruise and since he doesn't do tv i was like okay so 
So I got more and more excited about it, especially when they heard they were casting Alan Richson. And, you know, people were, um, I was a, I was a little disappointed because he was leaving Titans to do this, but I also was glad he was getting his own show. But I didn't realize just why there was so much vitriol against Tom Cruise being cast as Jack Reacher when they were completely physical opposites. So um, I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then when you have the author coming out throwing shade too, talking about this casting was so much better and he thanks them for actually casting his character correctly. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, shots fired. <laughs> I love that. I didn't even know about that one. But yeah, that's yeah. all right. Based on what I read in the book and what I remember, because the storyline came back to me as I was watching the series. What is it, like eight episodes, I think? Mm-hmm. So as I was watching the eight episodes, the um the plot that I read in the first book started to come back to me. And I realized, well, I didn't think Tom Cruise was the best pick for the image of Jack Reacher anyway. They just chose him because he's a big action star. Um, and I think he produced the movies as well. He was a producer on the movies. Um, but yes, I would agree with the author of the book series um, that he was a better pick for what Reacher was supposed to look like and his whole persona and the vibe that he gave off um, for everybody who, who met him. Yeah. And, and, and I, and as I was reading about the movies, cause I was like, I understand, you know, cause it's Tom Cruise. And so like you said, he's the big action star, but he, he never kind of struck me as Reacher. It just seemed like he was playing that typical mission impossible role, like Ethan Hunt, a different version of Ethan Hunt. And yeah, it was kind of played out. Now. That's all he knows. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, you could have stepped this with Mission. He could have stayed with Mission Impossible. He didn't have to bring this to Jack Reacher. So I wasn't overly impressed. So I didn't really go out of my way to try to find out more. But when I, so I, I say that to say, I would probably, I probably wouldn't read the first book because they said that it pretty much, it pretty much told the story. So I, I might want to do the second book because spoiler alert, um, it's already been renewed very quickly for a second season, which we'll get into later. Um, but I did enjoy the series more than I thought I would, especially for me to have such a, have had such a negative reaction to the first movie, to the movies. Um, and I guess it had to do with some. And also when I was reading about uh, some of the reviews for the series, they weren't as positive. And I see where some of those come from. But Overall, I did enjoy it much, much more than I thought. And Alan Richardson is just like a physical specimen who is fine as fuck. If I must, if I do say so myself, I'm just gonna put it out there. Homeboy, fine. So I, 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 I put it out there. I said it. He's fine. Um, but uh, so one of the things I did not like, though, um, I thought it was a bit formulaic. There I go using that word again, and a little cliche. And um, I thought, I'm taking a page from your book. I thought the first few episodes, especially what I would call the pilot ep- episode, the writing was horrible, um, but it did get better as we, as the series went on and as the pieces start to come together and, and the st- we start to find out more about the story and we got into the meat of the story, it was really good. Um, it got better, but in the beginning, it wasn't too great. And then those accents, oh my God. I don't know if they got better, if they just lightened up a little bit or if you just got used to them, but those accents were fucking cringy. Like they were horrible. (laughs) 
I'm gonna disagree with you. I guess we're switching sides today. <laughs> uh, I'm saying in a role of Tammy is being played by Eddie. <laughs> um, because okay, granted, they're from a two-bit town in Georgia. Um, but I, I liked it from the beginning. Like, I did not, I went into this thinking I wouldn't like it, actually. Like, I was kind of like, eh, I'm going to watch it because, you know, I realized it was after the first book. And um, I did, I did enjoy the movies. I did enjoy the movies. They weren't great. They ain't Oscar worthy at all. <laughs> they ain't even Golden Globe worthy. But, <laughs> but headshot. What? It's a headshot. <laughs> But they did entertain me. I was entertained um, because one reason is because he plays the same character nowadays because that's the money maker for him. Um, and I enjoy the e- Ethan Hunt series, Mission Impossible. Well, you know he got support Scientology. My bad. Think, yeah, he's the only one because um, <laughs> everybody else is leaving in droves. But um, but I will say that I enjoyed it from beginning. I didn't think the script was bad. Now, granted, it wasn't like the greatest TV series ever. Um, but I suggested it to everybody. I was like, yo, like you got to watch this. I said, yeah, it's going to be slow in some parts. But overall, like I think maybe I just ignored the mistakes in the beginning because overall, by the end, I loved the whole entire thing. I enjoyed it. Um, and I can say I enjoyed it from beginning to end. I'm very, very excited about um, season two, um, that it was renewed so quickly. And I am also going to um, read the second book because um, I think that's how they're going to follow um, for the series. So, but yeah, I, 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 the the accents, now granted, maybe I just have a Northern mentality, but I ain't seen nothing wrong with them. Oh, so you're trying to say all Southerners sound the same? No, not sound the same, but there are definitely Southerners that sound cringeworthy, wor- cringeworthy like that. Yeah, um, there are, and I, you know, as a as a Southern implant, um, <laughs> I will say that I, I might as well say I'm a Southerner. I've lived here most of my life, and to people in the South, they can tell that I'm not from here. Most people in the South, they wouldn't think that I grew up down here. Um, and you got a northern mentality. You just happen to live here. Yeah, but when I go when I go back home or I go out west or out east, people say they th- that they can hear the southern accent, like the draw, a little bit <laughs> yeah. of the southern twang. And I'm like, oh, okay. But um, so, it, like I said, I don't know if they just if they grew on me, if if I just got used to them, um, if they lightened them up a little bit, you know, um, if they got used to speaking. Um, with the twang or the southern affectation or whatever it is but they seem to get everything just seemed to get better as the series grew um, and I'm with you I thought I thought it was just going to be something that I watched just because to say I watched it to give it a tr- to give it a chance to see if it was better than the movies um, plus I, I do like Alan Richson and so I just wanted to see what it was um, overall now the story was interesting from the beginning granted I, I did enjoy that um, but by the end, I'm with you. I, 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 I was able to forgive some of the earlier mistakes and I found myself as a whole really enjoying the series. And that was one of my hopes was that it would get renewed um, because I, I just thought it got better. Just like any first year TV show, um, you know, a good one, usually they, they learn from their mistakes. And even though this was released all at once, you could see just the improvements, or at least I saw the improvements as they kept going. Um, 
And one of the things I really like that kind of has started kind that's kind of getting played out a little bit, but they used them really, really well were the flashbacks. I thought they did a great job with the flashbacks and they filled in a lot of the blanks and the gaps, especially considering that he finds out that the person that he whose murder he was arrested for happened to be his own brother who he had been estranged from. So I was like, oh, and then that made this case even more personal because at first he was just pissed that he got arrested for something he didn't do. But then when he found out his brother was killed in his little podunk town that he actually went to because his brother had recommended it because one of his favorite blues singers had supposedly died there, I was just like, oh, wow. So that was really interesting. And I, and I think that's when it became more interesting for me, too, as a whole, like, what is the connection to this case? Because I knew his brother... Because the way they kept mentioning his brother, I knew his brother was going to be somehow involved. Um, I thought maybe ultimately his brother might have switched sides because, you know, I didn't know much about Jack Reacher. Like I said, his brother may have switched sides and ended up being a big bad or he was going to end up having to call his brother in to get him out of trouble or something. But I I had no idea that his brother was going to be um, the, the the extreme personal connection his his the reason for vengeance in this case so um i really liked how they they connected those dots and you still kind of got the sense that even though they were exchange estranged they were close in a sense that he still loved and respected his brother so that was interesting i mean what'd you think about that no i agree i agree um i thought the background of just explaining his personality and um, that he'd always been like this upright um, person from very, very young, protecting people who couldn't necessarily protect themselves. Um, he always stood up for what was right, um, even if it got him in trouble. And his brother was the exact same way, very, very protective of him. Um, so I did like the flashbacks as well. And then um, really showed who he was in today, like today. Um, within the series as an adult man and, you know, just going through what he went through. So, um, yeah, no, it definitely, like, I, I just think, like, overall, at the end, and I'll say it again, it all comes together. So even if um, there's certain things that threw you off in the beginning or throughout the series, by the end, you're just like, oh, that was really good. Like, yeah. that, that, that's ultimately the thought process that you're going to have is that was really good, unless you, like, absolutely just hate, like, action or like intrigue um series which you wouldn't watch it anyway but if you were to watch it and then at any point you're like eh, i'm just gonna put a pause on this don't put a pause believe me it gets better as it goes along and by the end you'll be like oh that was really good once again i'm gonna continue to repeat that because that was my thought process like it's very rare that you can get series watch tv series like that yeah and that's why i told one of my friends they were you know they were talking about and they're like i just couldn't get into it. i said yeah, I said the first episode is a little hard. I was like, and, you know, I went through my whole pilot spill um, again. And I was like, but it does get better. You know, I was like, I said, it does get better. You are able to overlook some of those things. And I and I was like, the writing, everything just seems to improve as the series continues. Um, you know, I was like, he's not as monosyllabic. He actually speaks in complete sentences and he has a lot to say, but he's just a man who doesn't waste his words on bullshit. Like, he's just going to be very upfront, but he doesn't just sit there saying no the whole movie or look at you and grunt the whole movie. But one of my be- one of my favorite scenes was him and the detective. Oh God, I can't remember the detective's name right now. Finley. Finley, yes. But when him and Finley went to go see um that dude, uh the dude who who ran the town, um, 
and he thought he was going to have to do all the talking or he was going to have to make the threats and Finley just went off like when Finley told him you're not my daddy my daddy's name was this and he just sat there and was like oh he got this let me and he was just, and because you could tell he he thought he was gonna have to say some shit right and, but then when he realized he wasn't gonna have to say nothing he just sat there and he had that smile on his face like oh yeah he went, yeah, that that was a great scene. That was like, a great scene. Because you were like, okay, where are you going with this? When he was like saying what his daddy name was. And I was just like, wait, where are you going with this? Like, who cares what your daddy name is? He ain't in this show. But then at the end, it came together. And you were just like, oh, okay. All right, okay. Get it. And then when he was ribbing Finley, you ain't my daddy. My daddy. <laughs> But and that was one of the things I did appreciate. Um, the character development throughout the series was really, really good. Cause you didn't think you were gonna like Finley. You thought he was gonna be the hard ass and just, you know, um, but you, you come to you come to understand where he's coming from and you come you see you see the growth of their friendship and it's not forced. They actually come to have a true, genuine respect for each other. And I love that. And even his relationship. See, today is not a great day. I'm blanking on everybody's name. What was the girl's name? Which is Conklin. normal. Conklin. Huh? Conklin. Yeah, Haku. Yeah. Uh, Roscoe. Call it Roscoe. Roscoe. Yeah. Um, you know, which is normal for me, not remembering <laughs> names. Um, but so I, I even appreciated that. And, you, you know, you knew the romance was coming, but I loved the romance. And I loved how she wasn't a damsel in distress and how, you know, she she was just like, I am who I am and I don't need you to rescue me. And, I, and he was just protective because that's just who he was. But, you know, it wasn't because he felt like she just needed it. It was just because he said he protects the people he cares about. Yeah, so, I like that um, the, the love story took the back seat. Yeah. Like you knew it was coming at some point because they were working up, but it was so natural and how yes. they worked up to that, um, that it was never, ever once was it the focus. Even when they showcased it, it was still not the focus. So I really, really love that, that it was never the focus, um, that you focused on her capability as a cop, like who she was as a person. It was never um, an extension of who he was and his character on how we got to know her like no you got to know her separate and I love that like everybody was their own character their own person yeah and I love the part when after they slept together she's like this changes nothing like we have this it you know but don't now don't try treating me like I'm some helpless damsel like I just need you like you have to come to my rescue every single time you know um, but like, cause when he saw that dude spray painting, when he saw a horse spray painted on her truck, he, he handled that when he drove into town to get junior, he handled that a hell of a lot better than I thought he would. Cause I thought he was just going to beat the shit out of junior. No questions asked. <laughs> no questions asked. I thought it was just going to be fist to face, but I'm like, Oh, okay. Like he handled that superbly. Um, so like superbly, I said, it was, that's the second SAT word. <laughs> it was really good and the only thing I was thinking and they did a good job I also like with the character development they get it they did a good job of keeping you on your toes like you thought you had it figured out and you may have been right like the FBI dude I kind of at one point I thought okay 
he's not as clean cut as he seems, especially once they found him at the cabin. But then mm-hmm. I was like, maybe they just followed him in from town because when he left her alone, they had all the opportunity, but I guess he was trying to get information. So it's like the times you thought he was, he may have been dirty. It would, there was something, there would be something that happened that throws you off of that trail. And you're like, okay, he's not dirty, but what is his story? And the same thing with the cop who you thought was dirty. It actually turns out he wasn't. So I, I yeah, love that. He was that. a good guy. Oh, so sad. Yeah, I love that sleight of hand. Like you know, ne- those two characters, you never quite had them figured out the way you thought you did. Because there were times when you thought the cop might have been act, might have actually been clean, but then something he would say something or something would happen. You'd be like, no, he is dirty. So I loved how I loved how they kept you guessing about those two characters. And um, Junior. You knew Junior was crazy. You knew Cray-cray. Junior was involved. Cray-cray. I did yeah. not expect Junior to be batshit fucking crazy, like cartel Cray-cray. level mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he killed his daddy. He killed his daddy. He, he <laughs> butchered his daddy and was proud of it. And proud of it. Like I thought the cartel was doing the butchering in town. I thought they were coming in to get their money or whatever. You knew Pops and Junior were involved. You knew Junior sprayed horror on her car. You knew all of that. You knew Junior was a shithead. I thought he was just an overindulged little shithead who was rent. I did not know he was fucking batshit. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. Mm. And proud of it. And then mm. he said, he wanted to send me somewhere, but that didn't happen. <laughs> he's like he's like he did when I was younger, but that didn't take. And Richard's like, no shit. <laughs> like obviously it didn't. Cause you great, great, yo, yo. He was off the chain, and he got worse as the series went on. Like Whoa. at first, I was just like, like, like you said, like I thought also that he was just a spoiled brat. And then you you find out because it was like halfway through where I realized when. At the very beginning, when Richard was explaining the three people that were involved in the murder of his brother, right, mm-hmm. and and you know, and him saying that okay, you have a skilled shooter, you have someone that just kicked the kicked the person after they were dead, and then you had someone that felt some remorse enough that they covered up their body, um, really quick before they left, and I was just like, oh shoot. I was like, oh, that was that was Junior and his cousin. Because they cray cray together. That's why they're so close. Because they both crazy. Because after what they did to the, um, was it the captain? Or the mayor? No, the captain. No, because the mayor is the, the one who took over as the police yeah, chief. Uh, yeah, as captain. So what they did to the mayor... Um, it, it's just, yo, you just gotta watch it. Like, even as we're talking about it, like, watch, like, watch the series. Because we cannot go into, like, the little details of everything that happened that worked towards the story in the end. Like, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy, the whole progression of how crazy Junior was. Like, he was a psychopath and a sociopath at the same time. And those are the worst combination the worst combination like he he and and I love that it was it was a smooth unraveling like it was a seamless unraveling like as the story goes on you realize that he and his dad are deeper into this 
you know, you know they're the big bads, you know the family is bad, but you would think that the dad was more involved than Junior. You would think that the dad was the voice of reason. Yeah. And then because he can't, because he's trying to be the voice of reason, Junior just goes ape shit. Like he he takes all the chains off. Like he's like, I'm completely unchained. I'm free now. So it's just like, wow. And then the way they were going about um just every all the other agencies that got had that got involved because of their scheme, like the EPA, they killed a town. I mean, it was it was just it was very <laughs> like I'm t- yo, like it was so intricate in how everything fell into place, and you you understood the connections um, between the things that you was just like, wait, how is wait how does that work? And then when they explained it, you were like, oh shoot, dang. Yeah. And you don't realize like how important because I never would have thought of the EPA as a significant part of that whole story. But once it was explained, I was just like, that's true. Like, and then I started to think of like real world situations that we have every day in our country. And I'm just like, that is the reason why it's important as people try to kill that agency why we need the EPA to be there. Like it started to bring up actual real things that have happened and they've had to step in. I was just like, oh, cause even though I know, like I don't want them to cancel the EPA, I never fully understood. I think like that's one thing, like I now understand why the EPA is needed. Like I could explain to somebody like an actual scenario on why the EPA is important. Before I just be like, no, like, I mean, we got to protect the environment. Like, that would be my statement. But now I can, like, give you an actual, like, I can think of the full example better than what the news has told me because they, you know, they don't not explain stuff either. Yeah. What they say in Bad Boys, you know that shit be having a sling it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, and you would never, you would never make the connection between the EPA, the Secret Service, the FBI, and a fucking counterfeiting case. Like, how all, how he made all those agencies fit together logically and how this one case would involve all those agencies. It was brilliant. Like, um, and I know, the, and I'm going to shout out Lee Child, who I, you know, created the story, created the series, I believe serves as an executive producer on the series, but just for writing um such a such an interesting story creating the story to begin with um and it and like i said it actually made me want to go back and read some of the other jack reacher uh series and novels and so um i i do plan on doing that especially i think i do want to do the second one because alan richardson alan richardson said that he would want he wants to go in order um as they continue to tell the story he would like to go in order um, although they said because if if it keeps getting renewed, um, some of the books are written. Um, most of them are written as standalones. Um, there's one that's written as a trilogy, but then some of them are written uh, chronologically. There, some of the stories that take place actually take place before um, the events in in the Killing Field, which was the first season even though they were written after that book. So they were saying just if he continues to play the character, they might want to tell some of those earlier stories first. So we'll see. I don't know. But it was really, it it it, be, it really, really got good. Um, one of my other favorite characters, I love the introduction of Ming Lee. And usually when a character is introduced midway through a series, you think they're going to be a throwaway. Um, you don't think they're going to be as important as she was to this series. 
but um, I loved her character. And, and I loved the relationship she had with Reacher. Like, she seemed to be the only person who could actually tell Reacher what to do. Like, who could get through to him, who wasn't in some way afraid of him. Like, it was just like, yeah. Like, I loved that. I loved their relationship. And I loved her character. She was cool. But I like all... I, I have to say, every character played their role very well. They did. Um, and I even liked... Um, I even like the lady. I'm not going to call her a victim because as you see, she was definitely not a victim. She knew what her husband was into, even though he it was a case of him just getting in way too deep, way over his head um, and then trying to figure out a way to get out that whole time without his family dying at the hands of a cartel um, or the crazy man he worked for. So um, I don't know how much I felt sorry for them, but I understood what they were going through. I, I had a better understanding of their situation and their and their predicament. And ultimately, he found a way to do the right thing. And he's the one who brought Reacher's brother in. So um, I did appreciate that. But um, I, I I even loved how you know it got to a point where she's like, "Fuck it, I'm not I, I'm not the victim." But when she, when Roscoe tried to tell her, she's like, "I've known where my husband's worked every day for the past two years." And then she just explains the full story, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so um, it was really good. Um, you got anything else? Go watch it. <laughs> Currently streaming on Amazon Prime, but yeah, it it was. It was definitely enjoyable. Um, better than the movies. Um, better casting than the movies. Um, yeah, you will not be disappointed. No, you won't. And it, you won't. I, I, I can't disagree with anything you say. What you, with, with anything you said. Excuse me, tongue tied today. Um, and I want to shout out Amazon for actually taking the initiative and renewing it um they didn't make you make wait months and months and months amazon could take a page from that book <laughs> no netflix could take a page from that um, book. yeah i'm sorry netflix see tongue-tied today <laughs> <laughs> um amazon netflix da, 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 could take a page from that book although on a side note i am getting my wool assassins wrap-up movie <laughs> Y'all, coming. can I just um say I feel some type of way, okay? Because I saw this on Netflix and I text Eddie and I said, Hey, you're finally getting your Wu Assassin sequel, and she didn't even respond, y'all. My dad <laughs> I didn't even get an explanation point. <laughs> and the role of Tammy today is being played by Eddie. Because <laughs> like, that know. is a... it is crazy because I was just like, and the crazy thing is like I was looking like so she ain't gonna respond. <laughs> she been she been she been talking this up for over a year now, more than a year about how she want her wool assassins too. And I let her know, and she ain't gonna say nothing. Like I feel some type of way about that. I pulled a Tammy, y'all, because that is that is a straight up Tammy move. That is something she. It would is. Do. It is. It don't feel good, y'all. It don't feel but in all honesty, I thought I responded. But I am really, really, really excited about my Wool Assassins movie. I might have to do a little quick pop or something like that when I get my February seventeenth. February seventeenth, y'all. When when we get the website up and running again. All right. Um. So, season two, real quick before we wrap this up. Anything we? I guess the second book we both said maybe. Um. I'm just happy it got a season two. I all the characters. 
whole new characters. Alan, yeah, because he's a vagabond or what he calls a hobo. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you know how no one calls themselves a hobo anymore? He does. <laughs> he does. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I'm just excited for season two. Um, I, I would like them to continue building up on the strengths that they had coming out of season one. Um, and I love that it's not set in the same place, in the same city, different characters, different stories. So I think, and it seems like because these are, this is such a popular series, uh, kind of like the Tom Clancy series, all his series of books and things like that, um, that they have a wealth of source material. So um, I, I'm just looking forward to seeing what they um, come up with next. And uh, I can't. I can't wait. So hopefully maybe 2023, uh, probably 2023, we'll have a new series of Reacher. Um, so what are you rating this? Um, I'm going to rate Reacher uh, three and a half popcorns, which is really, really good. I really enjoyed the series. It was great. Like I said, it's not like Emmy worthy. Um, you know, I binge watched it. I, I loved it. Um, gonna acknowledge there were some mistakes within it, but at the end, it was worth it. So I'd recommend it to anybody who wants to watch it. Um, go and watch it. Currently streaming. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I went a little bit lower than you. Some of the mistakes, especially in the beginning, I found a little bit harder um, to get over. But I gave it a three point two five, which is still really good. And I agree, it's not Emmy worthy. Um, it does get better. Um, it's one of those shows that you just go in and you watch. I'm not going to call it mindless entertainment fun, but it's one of those shows where you don't really, it keeps you intrigued. It keeps you involved. You're very invested in the show, but you don't have to think too hard if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Okay. As I say, cause I don't want to say it's mindless entertainment cause it's not, it's actually really good. Um, but it, it, it's just one of those shows where you don't have to work too hard to enjoy it. And it's not just something where you have to dig, keep digging for deeper meaning and stuff. It's going to get you to where it wants you to be. Um, so I really appreciate that show. And I, and I did, I benched it too. So um, it's a really, really watchable show. Um, check it out. Enjoy it. Again, it's on Amazon Prime, the Prime Video, Prime Network. I don't know what they call themselves this day. I just call it Amazon, who actually is going up on their Prime subscription. My bad. We can say that for another day. I'm all over the place today. Stop rolling your eyes at me through the, through nah, the computer. I didn't even know that, so I'm just learning. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was about to say. All right. So that does it for this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. Please be sure to listen, like, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and or Spotify Podcasts. Yes, we're still on Spotify. Um, and you can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment and pop culture news, as well as other amazing kernels of pop culture goodness at the coming soon new and improved popcornwindown.com. That's it. That's the plug. Pop, 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 pop. I'm still doing my own sound effects. Hopefully, <clears throat> Tammy will get me some new sound effects soon. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I might have to put out, send Reacher out for a call. Polly's Special Investigative Services to get my sound effects, but that's okay. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, thank you as always, and be sure to join us next week when we discuss, and just like that. I'm in, I'm excited about that one. I'm interested to see what you have to say. Have you watched it yet? Not at all. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk. 
I, I am I, I am interested to see what you have to say about it, how you feel about it. It's going to be interesting. Have we done a Sex in the City show or we just talked about them? No, we only talked about when they, when they were renewed for uh, like a reunion. Uh, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so this should be interesting. Um, until then, I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Bye. Peace.